0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: It's Wednesday, March 10th. Piers Morgan is now going to go by the name World Series Game 7 because that was a hell of a walk-off. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. What's happening, everybody? I'm Rudy Povich. This is A Long Walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for subscribing on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher. Finding me on Instagram, it's at Rudy underscore Povich. Got a big show lined up for today, intermittent fasting. Something that I partake in, or let me rephrase that. I intermittently partake in intermittent fasting. I need to get better at it. Uh, I'm going to get back on that train. I'll tell you how I do it. I know a lot of people are interested in it. Also, we'll talk a little bit about floor mats, but not really floor mats. Formats, floor mats. But 1st just let's chat a little bit about what I've been doing on Wednesdays. And I think you could take this into consideration, maybe start doing it in your life, because I feel so much better. Uh, but, you know, whatever it was, June, July, I was uh, diagnosed with COVID-19, had it in my system for about two months. It really wreaked havoc on um, my immune system. And because of it, I got alopecia in my beard. I got a giant bald spot just right on the side of my neck that will not grow hair. Uh, I ended up growing a, a giant wart on <laughs> on my thigh. Um, I've had some small little residual effects from COVID-19, nothing to really worry about, things that will probably pop right back. But one of the things that really taught me, and I hope that maybe after this pandemic people will start to integrate this into their life, is I am far too stressed, man. I need to chill out. Everybody just needs to find that thing that... Helps them unwind during the week. Man, these 16-hour days, we're always constantly told that the more work you put in, the harder you work, the further you're going to get. And then the second it starts to, like, peel over into other aspects of your life, you're not hanging out with the wife enough, you're not hanging out with the kids, you're missing a soccer game, people go, dude, dude, you got to slow down. You got to slow down, dude. Dude, 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 the stress ain't good, dude. You got to slow down. You're like, well, you can't have it both ways. You can't be telling me that I need to work harder and then also telling me I need to slow down. But, you know, as further, you know, we were talking about naps all the time. And I always used to think people who napped were were losers. Napping? Ain't got no time for napping. There's things to be done. People need to get their crap together. Work, 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 work. That is the only way that you are going to succeed. And then you start hearing the research about it like, no, actually... Taking an hour every day and just shutting your eyes and being mindful. And during that one hour, getting 40 minutes of rest, it actually helps you become more productive. Your brain can actually have a moment to reset. I mean, I'm pretty sure like in in European countries, they're telling all of their their workers, hey, uh, it's noon. Why don't you guys buzz off for 90 minutes, grab a sandwich, kick your feet up, close your eyes, and come back here, and then we'll crank out the rest of the day. And it seems to be working. People live a much happier, longer life when you're doing that kind of stuff. And there was some report that was done. It was right after my grandmother was diagnosed with with Alzheimer's. um, uh, How do I screw that up? Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. You forget all the things. I think that's how we remember it. (laughs) Isn't that ironic? I forgot the one way you are supposed to be able to remember (laughs) the actual word. Um, We're well, speaking of not to get off a tangent here, but uh, there was one time somebody had told me about the reason why time moves so slow when you're a kid is because your brain retains more information and it, it spreads out the events. It, it, it remembers everything in between all the major things, so it makes it seem like time is moving. A lot slower, but when you're older, your brain only remembers the important stuff, and it makes it seem like time is going faster. And as I was explaining this to someone, I said, "Did you know that?" And they said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm the one who told you that like two weeks ago." <laughs> I was like, damn it, proving my own point. But uh, to get back to it, there was a uh, report that was done CBS Sunday Morning, and these guys in the report were talking about how, you know, this condition doesn't just affect one sect of people. It's not like, you know, black lung was only affecting coal miners and people who worked in the Caribbean. No, no, no. What they found out was that regardless of if you were, you know, a, a lifelong, you know, general in the army or if you were a politician or if you were a guy who just delivered mail, the common thread between all of these people having this condition was lack of sleep. Guys, guys and gals did not get out and be very mindful of their rest. And that's the type of stuff that down the road is going to come back to haunt you. And this thing I've been doing on, on Wednesdays is it's middle of the week. And I usually don't drink on Mondays and Tuesdays. Not that I'm, like, getting pounded. But, I'll, you know, I'll have a couple of beers uh, typically on a Saturday or a Sunday. And on Wednesdays now, I just I find a movie, I crack a bottle of wine, and I just watch. I put away all the work. If I, if somebody needs something from me, not that I'm a big fan of telling a fib, but every now and again, I'll just go, dude, you know what? Actually, I've been booked on something here for a while. I just got to like chill out tonight. And I proactively allow myself to sit down without having to like worry about work or worry about getting something done for somebody else. And I've noticed a huge difference. I'm getting a little bit of my beard back. I've noticed that, you know, uh, I'm a little bit happier during the day. I've noticed that. When I am concentrating on something, th- that, you know, that goldfish length of <laughs> of actually being able to keep attention towards something, that attention span, it'll usually lasts seven to eight seconds for most people. Mine's a little bit longer now. And I'm noticing that just by just, just these Wednesdays, just by stopping midweek and going, dude, chill out. And if anything, if, sometimes if it's something important and somebody texts me and they go, dude, can I get this tonight? I'll go, absolutely. Not a problem. I'll get it to you in two hours. And I just find that film. I sit down. I watch. I turn off my phone. I get the dog up on the couch. The two of us, we just chill. And we just try to relax. And I'm hoping that you might be able to take a little bit of that into consideration uh, as we're going forward here in 2021. Because, man, 2020 was tough. I get that 2020 was like one year long nap. But, you know, maybe uh, things will start to change around for you. The other thing we got to start doing... Is getting back on that horse. See, this is where I was just talking about it. Hey, man, you got to work hard. Hey, dude, you got to rest. Well, now here's my spiel about working hard. Uh, everybody got a little bit of COVID nineteen in the belly. We uh, we all put on a couple of extra pounds. I was just thinking about this the other day. That uh, right now, usually like my fighting weight is one sixty three, which is like, and it's not tough for me to get down to one sixty three. It probably takes about six weeks watching what i eat just switching out beer for whiskey it doesn't take much but it definitely takes commitment and that's the hardest part man you guys might remember uh, bill burr actually put this out this was a uh, this was a couple of years ago during one of his stand-up specials man and it is like spot on
0: you ever try to get abs you ever try to get all the abs and get that shit down here you ever try to do it it's fucking impossible <laughs> past the age of 19 you can't do it without tons of help you gotta buy all these exercise tapes. You gotta read about nutrition, you gotta get a personal trainer having you fucking running along. You need like your own chef, and he's like, okay, don't eat it yet, don't eat it yet. All right, now eat it, start consuming it. Alright, stop, slow down, stop, stop, spit it out, spit it out. <laughs> I told you to stop. Get on the electrical. Now oh, you like that Brussels sprout! Did you like that Brussels sprout? Cause now you're paying for it. It's a fucking miserable experience. Just walking around, your whole body's eating yourself. You know, you want some cake? No. No, I'll just take a salad. Balsamic vinaigrette on the side, no croutons. Oh, my God. When is the photo shoot? I want to kill myself. It's horrible. You ever try to get fat? No. You don't have to. It's effortless. You can fucking lay on your back watching your favorite show just shoveling shit down your throat. What are you doing? I'm getting fat. I'm getting fat. You got a trainer? Don't need one. It's natural.
1: Ugh, it sucks. It's terrible. It really is difficult. And especially as you get a little bit older, it takes a little bit longer, takes a little bit more commitment, takes a a little less in the food department. And that is so damn hard to do. The one nice thing is that uh, intermittent fasting kind of came around, and I'm a big fan. I love it. In fact, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who's a nutritionist for a, a local healthcare system, and I, I said, "So, what is the deal with intermittent fast? Or, excuse me, intermittent fasting?" And she said, uh, "Love it. You should do it. It's great for your body. It gives a, your body a chance to reset. Your liver's not working overtime all the time. It's not, you know." trying to uh, settle itself because it knows that in the next like 3-4 hours it's got another meal coming so it gives it a moment to just like chill out after it realizes at that like 6-7 hour mark that hey we uh, we can actually just uh, kind of kick our feet up your body really does start to make some changes now a lot of people have asked about it and I think their biggest misconception is I don't want to not eat for an entire day which is not the case so much not the case in fact it's a lot easier than what people think And just an intermittent fast, essentially, if you break it down, I think more people would get on board with it. We call it intermittent fasting because that's the cool term for it. But really, it's just skipping breakfast. That's it. Literally. You consider part of the fast, the eight, hopefully you're getting eight hours of sleep. For guys like myself, it's more like five and a half to six hours. But during that time, that is considered part of the fast, my friend. You got that working for you. So for me, I I guess... They do say like a 16-hour fast is, that is very optimal. That is what you want. 16 hours for me is a little long. 12 hours, I feel like, is a little short. We're going to foie de revez this thing, go right down the uprights. 14 hours, that's perfect. So and if you think about it, that's really not that big of a deal. Because say you eat at, I don't know, four thirty, five o'clock with your family. You have a small little snack around 7. Right? So that's 7. Now, fast forward to 7 a.m. There's your 12 hours. You've slept for most of that. Skip breakfast, wait until 9 a.m., then you eat again. That is essentially intermittent fasting. So many people have this, like, idea that, you know, you have to wake up in the morning and starve yourself all day. Well, dude, you've already starved yourself for 10 hours, so you don't have to go down that route. And I'm telling you, it it really does make a huge difference. Now, You have to figure out a schedule that works best for you. For me, I figured out that uh, usually on a Saturday or a Sunday, I like to have a couple of beers. So Monday morning, probably not the best time to, you know, uh, deny your body some nutrients. So I sort of hold back a little bit, um, and then I fire off into uh, uh, Tuesday. I like to eat on a Monday to, you know, keep the brain moving a little bit because it's a little foggy from the beers. But then on Tuesday, you fast. You eat on Wednesday, you fast on Thursday, eat Friday, possibly depending on what you got going on Saturday. If my daughter's got something cooking on a Saturday morning and I know I need to be out the door, I'll typically uh, try to eat something. But if I know she's home and she's going to sleep in, you know, she usually sleeps until about 9, 9.30. And I know parents used to, like, bust our asses about getting up early all the time. No, man, let them kids sleep. There's going to come a time in life where they're going to want to sleep and they ain't going to be able to. So let them sleep for now. There's sometimes my daughter, we've gotten to that phase of life. She's almost 13. We've gotten to that phase now where she is like sleeping until 9, 30, 10 o'clock every single day. Completely fine with it. Most parents I know at like 730 are like, you know, getting their kids running in there with the cold water, or like stripping the blankets off them. What for? Why? So you can have like dominion over your children? Let them sleep, man. Enjoy it. You'd be doing the same thing if you could, wouldn't you? I would hope so. But nonetheless, that is a, that's how I intermittent fast. Everybody's different. Do a little bit of research on it. It, uh, it definitely. I'm telling you, it really does make a huge difference. And the other thing you have to do in this scenario is, um, you know, obviously besides have some sort of body dysmorphia or hate yourself internally to do this to yourself, you also have to remember that after your fast is up, dude, you can't pig out. You can't, can't like, skip a meal and then make up for two meals on the next meal. And you will. Like, when you hit that 14-hour stride, you're not going to feel hungry. That worst is like that. Like, you know, you go to bed around 9, you get up right away, you're probably going to be fine for the first, like, hour and a half, two hours. But, boy, you start hitting that, like, 830, you're like, oh, I'm not going to make it. But once you get to the end of it, once you hit that 14-hour mark, dude, you're good. You almost don't feel hungry, so that, those are my my three biggest things. You know, intermittent fast. Do it a couple of days a week. Don't pig out a m- right after uh, you get done with the fast, because then it, it, there's no reason to doing it. Why'd you put yourself through all the pain? You know, I don't know. For me, it works. I hope you take that uh, with you as well. So make sure you are subscribing to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Uh, We're going to be changing over some—hopefully it doesn't screw with anything. I'm hoping that it doesn't, but we're going to be moving to possibly a different platform here soon. So you'll still be able to get it on all the places that you subscribe, but uh, it may involve an extra click or two. I don't know. we got a couple things working behind the scenes. We'll kind of keep you guys in the loop. In the meantime, though, make sure you find me on Instagram, at Rudy underscore pod. Or at Rudypovich.com or rapidpenproductions.com or DearWaltmovie.com or, or, you know, OnlyFans if you want. Not on there. I'm just saying you should probably go check it out. I had a nice little rabbit hole run there for about uh, an hour. Just checking it out, man. A lot of dudes on there. A lot of dudes. I didn't realize we had that many abs <laughs> on the internet, but there's a lot. In the meantime, thank you for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs>